Hey everyone, and welcome to Cup of Three, a podcast covering reality shows on love and relationships. My name is Ashley. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Agu and Mabel. This season, we are all about Married at First Sight, season 10. Today, we're talking about episodes five and six, which covers the couples on their honeymoons in Panama. Let's get to it. Jessica and Austin. I really like them again, surprisingly. <laughs> I really like them the whole honeymoon. Mhm. They were super mm-hmm. cute. Like I I don't I don't know what to say about them other than like it seems like they're really getting along well. Like they are fully taking advantage of being on this beautiful location and yeah. like uh it I mean we didn't see anything really that big happen with them in like a negative way where they um, like they kept te- teasing it when they were um, doing like some hiking and they were like going to talk about religion and they kept teasing it. Like there was going to be this big disagreement <laughs> and then they actually talk about it. They're like, Oh yeah, cool. We're on the same page. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and we're good. <laughs> I was like, Oh, okay. That's, that's literally all y'all had to work with for them. So um, yeah. But also I, I also find it very interesting how private they're being with um kind of everything but in particular it's noticeable when everybody is just like trying to figure out who's had sex yet (laughs) and they're always just like hinting around it and just kind of like blushing and using really vague terms and we don't really know what they're talking about but they seem to be getting along and I think that's all that counts right yeah yeah I I'm definitely with you there in terms of they had nothing to work with in terms of trauma. They're like, ooh, are they going to fight about their religion? No, no, they agree. <laughs> um, also, yeah, it's weird how I appreciate how private they're being with sex, honestly, a little bit. Um, but the audience, like they've mentioned on their one-on-ones that they've had, uh, that they've consummated the wedding, The sorry, the marriage, but they haven't mentioned it to the other couples, which is interesting. Like they've, yeah, they've dropped weird euphemisms for it. Of like, I'm. I think Austin says, "I'm leaving a happy man." Exactly, in the or something like that. Which, okay, <laughs> nerd. Yeah. <laughs> um, but overall, yeah, they are. They seem like the home run couples so far. Like mm-hmm. I, they're doing everything right. They're. They're playful, they're flirty, they're they're joking. You can tell they're just being themselves around each other, which is great. Um, I think they use the word awkward like at least 20 times an episode. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted great. to actually pose that question to you too about privacy. Do you think that because this is a reality TV show, right, we're all as watchers – interested in drama and knowing every little detail is going on. But how do you think that it affects their relationship when a couple decides to be more private or less private with the other cast members? I think I could t- totally understand having that conversation with your partner and being like, look, this is our, our entire relationship is out in public and, you know, they're going to tell whatever version of the story that they want to. 
Um, but this is the one thing that maybe we can keep just to us and only like talk about it to this level. Interesting. Um, but that, I, was, that was a dog in the background. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, okay. Um, so like, I understand wanting to be private about that stuff, but I think, I think there's a kind of a missed opportunity for them to connect with the other couples or like the other, whoever's in your gender group, the way this is broken up um, to kind of get some, just be able to talk through things. And if you're, if there's things that you're worried about or things that have, I don't know, it's just helpful to have that connection. And maybe just cause I'm a lady and like, I talk to my like girlfriends about that kind of stuff. And I know how helpful that can be to just kind of have that community. Um, maybe that's just like where I'm coming from with it, but I don't know. I don't think it's that problematic. I could like literally every single thing that they are doing is <laughs> being recorded <laughs> and like broadcasted across the world. So like, if you want to have one thing private, like I get that. Yeah. It's a fair point. Yeah. I, I, I actually think it's a, a good sign um, when a couple tends to keep some things private. Uh, I like, I think the best example I could think of would be Bobby and Danielle from season mm. nine where they were open and sometimes it, sorry, from season seven. Yeah. I said seven or is or You said nine. nine. God. <laughs> season seven. It's okay. You can call us out. <laughs> okay. 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 So from season seven, um, where it's sometimes made for bad television, but you could tell that they were keeping some things private because the other person preferred it to be private. Um, where some of the couples in the season that we're dealing with now, we will get to them soon, seem to talk to the other members of the show more openly than they do to their actual partners. Mm-hmm. And that seems like a problem to me. So, um, but overall, yeah, definitely be more open if you can. I mean, it's a reality TV show. You're going to be recorded. Um, but I think it's just in a perfect world, you want it to go through your cup, your person first. And if they're okay with it, then tell everyone else um, where I think it gets tricky. If you go, Oh, I'm just going to talk to all these other people first. And then afterwards, your person is angry and like, hey, you should have talked to me about that. Um, so, but overall, yeah, I mean, I think uh, they all understand what you're going through. So mm-hmm. I think but, you, uh, you both brought up a really good point. It's first important to mention this to your partner, right? Be on the same page because ultimately off camera, you two are together, right? Mm-hmm. And you want this to work, hopefully. <laughs> and I think... It also depends on the person. So I think you also brought up a good point there. For someone such as Taylor, not talking about anything, where she is someone who posts almost everything online, oh my gosh, we'd probably go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) But it sounds like maybe Jessica and Austin are more private people, so it works for them, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it's important to keep in mind, if it works for you, know that about yourself and talk to your partner because ultimately you need to have that person as your top priority in this marriage to make it work. Yeah. Yeah, what do you yeah. think is going to happen with them? I can probably guess some of our guesses, but <laughs> where where do we sit? Yes or no for this couple? Oh, I am yes all the way. I yeah. feel like I've been, I'm referring to my notes here. Yep. I have been yes every single time because they like, look, we're, we're in the Midwest. Like these are, 
this couple is like so wholesome Midwest values. Like girlfriend grew up on a Christmas tree farm. <laughs> He's got like Disney Prince hair. Like this is just <laughs> yeah. a match made in, in Midwest, like family values heaven. Uh, so I just, I don't know. I don't see a lot of like, a lot of stuff coming up that like they won't be able to handle because they seem very, very much on the same page. So I'm yes all the way. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, ironically, I think he's from Georgia, right? I I can search that later. Um, but yeah, I know she's from Ohio. So Midwest (laughs) vibes for sure there. Uh, yeah, definitely going to say yes. I think I said no the first, uh, for episode zero. Yeah. I was wrong. <laughs> I was definitely wrong with that one. Or yes, all the way. Same. Uh, I think we're three for three on this one. <laughs> yes, yeah. this is such just a happy couple who you can just tell like being who they are with one another. And that's going to ride it out to the end. Mm-hmm. I think for this couple, it's just gone to show these are just two people who are themselves with each other and they work well together. Mm-hmm. All right, now to the uh, the interesting couple. Not one that, of the interesting couples. <laughs> that's true. We've got three. <laughs> awesome. Okay, uh, so Mindy and Zach. Um, so I guess to start, it seems like we're <laughs> Zach is dancing around this quite a bit. He's not attracted to Mindy. Uh, that appears to be their big stumbling point right now. Um, I have a feeling I'm going to be defending him a lot this episode because I think that's fine. And, um, and I think that that's something they can work through. Uh, The mistake I'm seeing here is a, he's, I think because he feels bad, he's dancing around it, which then makes it confusing, which then makes it just, no one gets what he's going for. Um, you know, it's not, you're not a bad person for not being attracted to Mindy. That's fine. It's just now you're going to need to spend some time with her to try to build that. And him asking her, what can we do? This isn't a problem that you can work on together. It's just time. That's it. That's the solution. Um, so, but, <laughs> you know, I could see Mindy being frustrated with that. I would be as well. (laughs) Um, Ashley, uh, what are your feelings on them? Yeah, I, I understand that we've seen this before in some seasons where like one of the people isn't attracted to the other person. I think this becomes as big of an issue as you let it. I think, like you said, attraction is something that builds over time. And it's something that comes out of spending time together and getting to know the person. And I think once we saw them, they were like on a little river boot, river boot. (laughs) I turned Canadian for a second. (laughs) So sorry. Uh, (laughs) The river boat tour. Um, And they had a little day trip. You could see they were, they actually had an activity that they were bonding over. They actually seemed to have some fun. They were just hanging out and it wasn't just them sitting in their hotel room having these intense conversations. Um, And so I think that's really what they need to focus on is like, let's spend time together. 
let's take advantage of being in Panama, this beautiful country and, you know, enjoy all it has to offer. And we'll see what happens. Like it's like attraction will naturally build over time. It's just, you have to sit back and chill a little bit. It's not something that you can, you know, sit down and dig in, you know, roll up your sleeves and start working at like, it's just, Mm -hmm. you just have to let it happen. And I think he is maybe having a hard time not being in control of that and just letting things happen at their own pace. Mm -hmm. And so he's getting like real in his head about it. And like, that's becoming, he is kind of causing this to build into a bigger problem than it actually is. And so I think that's also like feeding into some of the communication problems we're seeing with them. We're like, he, there's so many times where like they're having a scene, they're talking about stuff. And then later it cuts to her as like just her. And she's just like, I have no idea what he just said. <laughs> like dude can talk in circles for days. Oh like he gosh. could be a politician, no problem. The hair alone. You know, like it's just, I don't know. I think that's just causing those issues. And then she's just like, from her perspective, this, her new husband straight up told her, I'm not attracted to you and kind of almost made it seem like it's her job to fix that. And it like, that's not, that's not going to solve anything. So it's just, I'm a little worried about this just because they seem like they're, they're just focusing so much on that. I think so too. I think it's hard for Zach though, to be a direct person because he just clearly isn't. And I think we see it everywhere, right? We see it when he answers a question (laughs) very indirectly. We see it when he has to face something that's a little uncomfortable. You're not attracted to your own wife and you may have to see where that relationship goes. I think a lot of this attitude we're seeing with Zach is just he is someone who kind of just like sometimes expects everything to work out um, in a way. And he, I mean, we even heard him say, if we're all about looks, you'd be more attracted to me. Like, okay, there, you know, mm. maybe, you know, bring your head into at least fits the door frame size. <laughs> um And I think for Zach and Mindy, they just have two maybe different approaches here. You know, Mindy is super optimistic, excited to see where this goes. And Zach was almost like, I know it's going to work out off the beginning. Yes or no. And it seems to be he's in the more no category right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, you make some really good points. And initially, as the Zach defender... Um, I was having a hard time, uh, dealing with just the episode because it's, he's not doing a great job communicating. Um, but I then put myself in his shoes and it's, it seems very difficult. So I guess I'll ask this in a hypothetical question for you guys. So if you were in his situation, or let's say you were on the show and you're paired with someone who you're just not attracted to, you know, they're a great person. So, you know, for example, myself, if I was paired with a Mindy, I know she's a great person. I'm just, I'm not attracted to that. Would you want to say in the beginning, Hey, I think you're a great person. I'm just not physically attracted to you. Hopefully the longer we stay together, that will build. Or, I mean, you might hurt that person's feelings. You don't want to come on you don't want to seem as if you're attacking them. Um, or would you just not say anything and try to 
get yourself to that place and see where it goes. Um, yeah, that's my question. I think, I think for me, uh, I'll answer that. It seems like two different questions, two parts for my answer, at least. One, for me, if I say it, it's going to become even more reality, personally, to say, I'm not attracted to you. All right, I put it out there. That's reality, not changing it kind of thing. But I would also think if I were in his situation, the eight-week timeline would now feel way shorter and feel like, oh, wow, I like have to make a decision. I'm stressed because I'm supposed to grow attraction and it's only eight short weeks. I can't build a relationship with this person in eight weeks. Like that's that's nothing, right? Um, but it also would seem very long at the same time if I just am checked out, right? I'd be like, oh, can we get this over with? Can we just you know call this a divorce already? And I'm sure they're the producers are pressing them to keep this going for at least eight weeks. It would just seem like a lot more stress in a situation where we're wanting the couples just to be in the moment, you know, enjoy each other. You're in Panama, enjoy being on the water. And yeah. now you're in this, you know, situation you really don't want to be in. Uh, if I were in Zach's shoes and not attracted to Mindy, I probably would be having an internal battle of, I don't want to keep this going. And I also don't want to drag it out longer than it needs to. Um, too much so that I would find it really hard to just be in the present moment. Mm -hmm. Do you think that it would, that you wouldn't be able to like grow attraction for someone that you didn't I, initially think was attractive? I totally think I can grow attraction to someone um, because I have in the past. I just think that, if I don't have my immediate circle there, like someone like a best friend to kind of dump on and have that reset, it seems to me like he's almost by himself in Panama, right? Like he doesn't have his best yeah. compound there with him. That's who I would need before I, I reset. And so right now on this honeymoon, I may just be in the same boat as Zach, even mm -hmm. though I'm being a hard critic to him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. But like, it's a good, I'm sorry to jump in, but I think I, I noticed some of the comments uh, were saying, how can you not find her attractive? She's a beautiful person. I don't think like that doesn't just because she's a beautiful person doesn't mean that you are forced to be attracted to her and vice versa, you know, just, I think it's it's complicated and it's the easy answer is, oh no, you should just like her. If you're not attracted to her and you don't want to, because there's the, it might not work out, right? So if you go through this and just pretend as if you are and she develops feelings and you're not there, that's bad as well. You know, we've seen that in previous seasons where the person is surprised that they're not together. And it's like, I, it, even though it's painful to watch and I'm having a hard time rooting for him, I think he might be doing it the right way of, this is how I'm feeling at the moment. Hopefully we get to that point, but I'm just not <laughs> feeling it at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. When I imagined like what it would be like if I had just married someone and I was on my honeymoon with them, I'm sharing a room with them, sharing a bed with them, and I don't feel that initial attraction to them for whatever reason. Honestly, I would I would feel kind of scared because I think there's um, there's been a lot of conversations around like expectations around sex, especially in like the the honeymoon phase of this. And I think 
especially as women, we're kind of socialized to, and this isn't necessarily something I believe, but we're, we're socialized to kind of believe that we're the uh, gatekeepers and facilitators of <laughs> like the intimate experience. And we're supposed to kind of like just make it work. And it's kind of like more centered around like the guy's experience, at least in heterosexual couples. And I was using that caveat. Um, and so I could, I think it would be very difficult to bring it back to, okay, I'm just with this person. We're getting to know each other. Um, I think my instinct, because I know for myself, when I have something I'm worried about, especially if it's like related to a relationship that I have, if I don't talk about it with that person or at least somebody else, then it just makes it, I cannot get it out of my head and it becomes a bigger deal than it has to be. And so my instinct would just be to be like honest, but really, really kind and gentle about it. Like I said before, I'm really finding the Zach and Mindy relationship super interesting. So we've kind of given our thoughts on if we were in Zach's shoes. Um, now I kind of want to switch to tables and put ourselves in Mindy's shoes in this situation where it seems like I'm not hundred obviously I'm not hundred percent sure, but it seems as if she is physically attracted to him, but he doesn't have those feelings back. Mm -hmm. And my question would be, if you're in her situation, um, you know that he's going to try to get it to that point, but how would you feel while you're essentially waiting for that person to develop feelings you already have? How? <laughs> I would be pissed. I would be just frustrated where it's just kind of like, it's such a personal thing to say, like, for someone to just outright be like, hey, I'm not attracted to you. And it's not like they're necessarily, they're just stating a fact. They're not saying like you are unattractive, but it's just that you're at like a, hopefully a neutral kind of level with them, you know, where they're like, they can't imagine being with you in that way. And like, that would hurt my feelings real hard. But I think it would be really hard not to get caught up in the anger around that where it's like, well, screw you, dude. Like I, I put myself on the line. Like I'm, I took this chance, like, and especially I think because he is a very conventionally attractive guy, like that would be almost more frustrating that it's like, I would probably have all these stories in my head of like, well, what kind of girl is he attracted to then? And like, why, how am I different than her? And like, what's that wrong with me? Like, I'm, you know, I, I think I'm fine. Right. <laughs> so like, that would be hard. That would be hard. I think it would be just a really tough pill to swallow. You know, I want to say that I'd be like um, season one with um, Jamie and Doug and just be in Doug. She was like, yeah, it's fine. You know, I got time. Well, this is a long-term relationship. But honestly, like, I've been in that situation where my partners have not been attracted to me. And it is just tough. Mm -hmm. Every little thing I'm just like almost reminded of like, oh, like I'm just in my head. I'm ugly to this person. I'm, you know, and it just creates a slow end really in from my experience and if I were in Mindy's shoes specifically you know in this eight week experiment I would want to be hopeful that you know just give it time but I could totally see how she is being almost reactionary to his comments you know being super excited he kissed her and then being super bummed when he tells her how he feels that kind of thing so mm -hmm. I would probably be I'd probably lose some of my confidence too Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think um, 
So I think I, I, I agree. <laughs> Part of me would say, no, I would want to stick out and I'd want to stick through it and fight. But I imagine I would feel a little angry and have some resentment there. And it's hard for you to not think, well, hey, other people think I'm attractive. If you don't find me attractive, it's fine. Let me, I'll go with someone else. And you go with whoever you find attractive and we'll be fine. Um, so I definitely understand. I think she's doing a great job of, you can tell she has that frustration, which is normal. Um, and she's doing a good job of trying to temper that. Um, but it's, yeah, that is such a frustrating situation. And it's funny. I think we've, we've been, we all essentially said we would want to tell the other person in a nice way, but we'd want to tell the other person if we were in Zach's shoes that we didn't find them attractive. But yet we all also agreed that if we were in Mindy's shoes, we would be upset to hear yeah. that. Yeah. But at least <laughs> you, it, it's on the table. Like mm-hmm. you got to talk about stuff. And like, this is one of those things like that sex is part of relationships. Mm-hmm. This is, I think we're going to probably see, um, you know, like the big things like money and where you're going to live and all this other stuff, kids, family, like these are going to be the big things that people are going to have to right. talk about. You just, you cannot avoid it, but just it, another thing is just like imagining being in Mindy's situation. Like he, she feels very robbed of a honeymoon right now. Yeah. He took something from her. She expected to have this romantic, like, especially when you look at their wedding, that chemistry, he was winking at her. He was being Prince Charming, you know? And like, I wonder if she's thinking a little bit like, was he just all faking all of that? Was that just a performance because there's all these people watching and like, who is this dude? He like, doesn't give me straight answers. He tells me straight up. He's not, you know, attracted to me. He's like, you know, Mr. Hollywood here with his big hair. And like, you get all these ideas about like who this person is. And I don't know. I think though, there's something to be said though, for it has only been a week with them, but it seems to be that Mindy is just, maybe it's over, over analyzing self taking this a little um, reactionary, right? Super highs and lows with him. Whereas she also just met him and she's yeah tr- attracted to him, you know, physically, but she doesn't know much about him as a person. And we see, I think two different sides between Mindy's confidence when she's by herself talking to the production crew. And when she's talking to Zach, she is, has no problem staying in her mind when she's with the production crew. She is like, I know myself. Who's this person? Like mm-hmm. answer a question I just gave you. What's the problem? But when she's with Zach, it's almost like she's like waiting for him to say something or waiting for him to react or waiting for him to yeah. tell her his feelings or a sign. I'm like, yeah. it seems, and maybe there's just more to unpack there, but I am a little, I guess, shocked by it's only been a week with them and Mindy is almost a little bit dependent on what Zach's saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, you make a really good point. And I think it's unfortunately, um, I think we've all kind of mentioned that you can grow to find someone attractive and you can be attracted to different aspects of them. You can be attracted to their intelligence. You can be attracted to their maturity or to their, but, uh, to their, butt. 
to their butt, <laughs> uh, to their creativity. Like there, you can find many things attractive and you can grow that attraction. But in terms of physical attraction, it feels like you, if that's not there, the person is starting off and it's unfortunate, but that person is starting off kind of below zero. They're on negative two, negative four. Like they have to work their way up True. to neutral, to mm-hmm. zero, mm-hmm. where I think she she hasn't really said, mentioned this in the episodes we've seen, but I think it's safe to assume she finds him attractive. So he's starting off, she finds him physically attractive. So he's starting off at a five and he's losing points because he's not showing that uh, attraction back to her, but he's starting off higher than in her book than she is in his mm-hmm. book. And it's unfortunate, but I think that's the reality of the situation. It's a lot easier to give someone the benefit of the doubt in this type of situation if you find them physically attractive. It's, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, I still think <laughs> I'm still rooting for them. And I still think that they're going to work this through. You mentioned in other seasons, there have been couples who had to build that attraction and they're together and they're happy and they have kids. And so it's definitely possible, but it's, it's work. <laughs> it's work. It's right. work on Mindy's side where she's going to, her pride is going to take a hit. Um, not being, not getting that uh, attention back, it's it's going to take a hit. And he's also going to have to work through building that attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the little things, the little comments that if he found her physically attractive, he would say, oh, that's whatever. That's, that's a little thing. When you don't find that person physically attractive and they do something that you find slightly annoying, you, you notice that a lot more. Um, so I think they're both going to have to work through quite a bit. Um, I know we have to go to some other couples soon, but I had one other question on them and that's why. Uh, Well, what about, what do we think with the couples? Yeah, let's do that. Yes or no. Uh, What do we think Mindy and Zach are going to work out? I'll start off. Yeah, sure. I could start off. I'll say, yes, I'm still, I'm still rooting for them. I still think that they're going to build that attraction. Um, so yes, for me. I think I think for me, um, I don't know. I I am worried about his communication skills. I think he's not speaking very directly, and I think that's just causing this to become a lot more difficult than it has to. I'm I'm gonna say no again. Yeah, I'm gonna also say no. It seems to be that they're both giving too much emphasis on this physical attraction right now about his initial thoughts to her. Whereas I think us three here agree that attraction can build over time, but they're not letting that time pass to build it and focusing on other things that they find attractive in a person, maybe intelligence, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think no. Okay. okay. I'm the only one I'm, I'm fighting. For them <laughs> here. I'm alone on my Island again. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So one of the big couples, uh, a lot of stuff to talk about is Mika and Michael. So we saw them last time when they had just landed on, you know, in Panama and they're at the hotel and they're having a fight because, you know, they're having um, some conversations around expectations on sex. And 
so they spent the night in separate rooms. We don't, I don't actually know how many nights it was. It seems like it was a couple and we got a lot of like long shots of them just like sitting in bed, just kind of staring off and being sad or on the balcony. Sometimes they were texting each other and it was just like, literally the, it felt like the longest scene. It just kept cutting back and forth <laughs> and it's just them on their phone. And I'm like, really, this is the most exciting thing you have to say. Um, so here's the thing. I don't understand how this turned into such a long separation. Like they mm. don't know each other. And so the, the idea that like this argument has turned into them avoiding each other. And it's really unclear, like what exactly they've talked about. If it's just like, Oh, I need this amount of time or I don't want to talk to you or something like that, where they're just like literally not talking at all. But we finally see them meet up and talk about things when they're actually like, well, actually the first time that they see each other is when they're at the pool with the other couples. So like, Mika is sitting there by herself and they're like asking her and they finally uncover that like she spent the night alone. And then look who comes wandering up, Mr. Michael. And he's sitting down and he's just like, yeah, I just got a new job. Like everything's fine. And you know, it's beautiful here. Sitting on a different chair, even. Sitting in a different chair. And like, he doesn't really acknowledge her. And I, it just blew my mind that he wouldn't come up, say, Hey everybody, I got to talk to Mika and then we'll come back and hang out. Like, why would you talk to everybody but your wife in that situation when you guys are on the shakiest ground out of everybody here? It was just so frustrating to see that. Like, some communication problems coming up for them, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I think it's really frustrating to build off of what you were saying. It's really frustrating to hear Michael say to the crew and to one-on-one, he is working so hard. He is in this. He is not going to let this marriage go. Um, n- no BS, mm-hmm. total lies. Mm-hmm. You are n- not trying at all with your wife. What right. are you talking about? Trying to make this work? Stop even stop trying to pretend like you want to be, you know, Mister Man and put your all effort in there. Like, no, back up, please. How about you? And then he wants to be like, oh, it's my fault. It's all my fault. What are you doing, dude? Like, are you trying to play this? I don't know, novella for all of us to tell us this is just some, no, just be real. This is your life. This is your wife. Figure it out. Yeah, there's some ownership to take and both you need to take it. And it sounds like both of you have to an extent. But how about you just be real for five seconds and just admit that you haven't tried and it maybe doesn't seem like you want to try. Mm -hmm. Also though, and I think we're seeing this more and more, especially on the porch (laughs) with Mika talking about how she needs to be in the apartment. Oh my gosh, you're controlling. So controlling. So controlling. Oh my goodness. I think in her head, she was like giving a friendly list of rules of like, um, like whatever she's talked about with her roommates in the past. Like, look, girl, this is your husband. This is a conversation. Yeah. This is not a, like you're not giving him a list of rules. To live to live your house. What are you doing? I saw her, so we heard in her history that she's been kind of the parent of the household. I saw that come Mm -hmm. out. I was like, you are treating this like your child, your little sibling you've had to take care of your whole life. You are. She was scolding him. him. Mm -hmm. She was scolding him the entire time. It, and he tried to joke it and make it a joke by pushing back slightly. But, um, I think you. So you make some really really good points. Sorry to interrupt there. I was done. But um, you make some really good points in terms of he, he, 
I think he thinks he needs to say the right things. So he's constantly saying, I need to work harder on this. I need to be the husband that she needs. I need to. And I agree. He needs to work harder on this. Um, but I also think part of this is Mika. Mm-hmm. And and I know I get the repping the guys uh, <laughs> uh, opinions here all the time, but I really think part of this is she is a strong and incredible person, but you got to give room for the, like you're in a relationship, you have to leave room for the other person. And it feels as if, I mean, she literally at one of during her list of rules, and I hope this is a joke, but she mentioned uh, when we start sleeping in the same bed together, I get most of the bed, just so you know. God. I get that's a joke. I'm hoping that's a joke, but that's ridiculous. And you have to wear a robe to go to bed. What are you talking what about? What was that? What are you talking about? <laughs> I've never seen. Why would you want to wear a robe to bed? That is the most scratchy, unflexible material to oh be sleeping goodness. in. I just, <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I, I will say to put myself in me, <laughs> Michael's shoes. I don't know if I was in his shoes, I would be there. I got to be honest. If, once you start listing all this stuff and we're already on shaky ground, <laughs> I think I would say, you know what? Maybe we're not the best for each other. I got to be honest because I don't see the redeeming factors there. I just don't see it. Like what? Why would you put yourself through essentially it's as you're staying with a headmaster or a principal who's constantly scolding you for everything you do? Why? Why do that? I don't see that benefit. Look, we don't see the redeeming qualities yet because they haven't spent any damn time together. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. We were we were watching this the other night and I I looked over at Goot and I was like They are both speaking in the most monotone voices I have ever heard in my life. Like they're both like, yeah, so like family is really important to me. And, you know, like going to church and, and, you know, it's it's a support system. It's like, it's like that the whole entire time. And they're both just like kind of like just looking out into the distance. Like literally they are looking at the ocean on a beautiful day in a country they probably haven't visited before with this yeah. stranger who's, you know, it's all this romantic excitement of like, what could this be? And how is this going to go? And they're both standing there, like they're being held at gunpoint to make small talk <laughs> with a stranger that they just met at a bus stop. Like, come on, <laughs> give it a little <laughs> bit. Like just the the lack of expression. And this could just be like a personality thing with both of them, or they're just like so nervous or like they feel like, oh, things are so bad with us. I've got to be serious until we can like get past this or whatever. But it was just painful. Like there was no romantic aspect to it at (laughs) all. It was like, it was like if you had to make small talk with your cousin at a family reunion and y'all don't really get along and you're like really uh, different ages and like a whole different- Yeah, I got a new job. (laughs) So do you like Hot Wheels? Cool. You like 2K? Cool. I like chicken fingers. Um, like it's just it also it felt as if they were on an interview. Yeah. It was just, this is so- yeah. My teachers, teachers were a great and I and this is a good thing. It's good that he wants to help mold the future generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But compare that to Justin, uh, sorry, Jessica and Austin, where they're Oh, that's a they're great 40. combination name. Right. <laughs> 
Um, because I wrote that in my notes, Justin is my couple name for them, which is, um, but compare that to them where they're like joking and they're, they're constantly talking about other things and then they'll come back to something important, Mm -hmm. but then they'll talk about something light and funny. Mm -hmm. That's the relationship dynamic you want. Mm -hmm. You don't like, it felt as if, if he dare made any joke, she would go, oh, so you feel that way. I see. Like if he joked so about serious. anything. So serious. Yeah. yeah. It's, oh my goodness. Yeah. And, and I get it. And he, I think he's trying, um, he needs to do better with the communication. Like just because she's giving you that very formal energy, you don't have to re- give that back. You can joke around. You can try to be a little bit more um, light. Also, their date should have been something that got their heart rate up. Mm-hmm. Like go biking together, go drive ATVs or do something energetic instead clubbing. of just walking around. Go running. <laughs> go clubbing. Go clubbing. Get <laughs> drunk. Go running. See what happens. Actually <laughs> clubbing. That's what they need to do. They just need to go out. Go out, get some drinks. Yeah, go up in whatever way you can. Like they need go a little, nice. oh my gosh. Like a little like, cherry bomb thrown into that relationship. Get them all excited, you know? It See, seems like Mika club. is stuck in being this controlling. She's like, decided she has what she has to be. And Michael just checked out. Yeah. But what did you two think? And Ashley, um, go ahead. What is there anything? Did you have anything else to say? I wanted to ask a question. If not. Oh, no, I'm good. Okay. I wanted to ask what do you, what you two thought about her reaction to him not wearing his ring? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause she said that she was like, well, I'm going to take off mine until we get to a place where we feel like we can both have them on. Yeah. And she called him for, um, act. She said he's acting now like a single man out here. What did you two think about that? Hmm. Mm, I don't know. I, that, that almost makes it sound like he's been out, like going out and like having a good time by himself, which we don't necessarily know about which we don't necessarily know about, but I, I just, I don't get why, I guess with the thing with the rings, like they're married. I don't, I don't see why like having that on your hand, even if you're going through a rough rocky period, I don't, for me, I don't see like why that's a big deal to like, it's so significant that you have to like take it off and like let everybody know you're having problems. Like to me, that's just like, you're working through some stuff. You are still legally married. So like mm-hmm. put the thing on, I don't know. I think it's further proof that they're just overthinking this. Like, come on. They're wear the ring. What it it symbolizes, and I'm not being a good husband, so I need to take it off and build. Just whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Wear the ring, don't wear the ring. Who cares? You're you're legally married. (laughs) So you not having the ring on does not change that. Right. So I think they're overthinking it. And her saying, Oh, I'm gonna take mine off because you're making Okay, like yeah, guys, both take off your ring. Who work on the relationship? Who gives a shit about the ring? I'm sorry, that's just my feeling on that. Well, I also think it's it. She's rooting it very much in a cultural maybe norm to say, you know, I've seen people around me always wear the ring, and how are you not going to put your ring on? I grew up in a household, and my parents never put their ring on. Like, same. Like <laughs> same. It's uh, my, my parents lost their ring. Like that's how much they never wore it. That they lost it at one point. They, they don't care. Mm-hmm. My like, family's different. Rings are a big deal. And yeah, I think it yeah. depends. It does depend on the person. But like, maybe ask him before you just assume he's out here acting like a single man. Like, okay, is yeah. he huh, calling out 
Matt from season nine, is he spending the night at, <laughs> at other people's houses? Granted, he's staying in another room. You don't know that. But <laughs> is he not coming home at all, all day? Maybe once you actually move back home together and maybe some see that some of those single man tendencies, call him out. But until then, just because you don't see him wearing his ring, that is a mm-hmm. lot to assume. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of cultures, a lot of even generations, I think, just, you know, wear the ring or, or not. That has no imposition on whether or not you are actually acting like a married person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think, too, he's just my biggest thing with Michael is this this situation happened with them with the, the impetus of like them fighting. And not only is he kind of like becoming like the, you know, I don't know how to say it. He's he's beating himself up about it way past what's okay. Like he keeps bringing it back to, I failed. I did a bad job. I'm being a bad husband. And like him continuing to punish himself is just perpetuating the issue. And now it's becoming harder for them to get past it. And like he, if we remember back to like when we first met him, all he, he talked about how he was raised by his aunt and his, you know, his, his cousin, what he grew up with her as considering her, his sister. And he said very specifically, my mom gave me to my aunt when I was nine months old and I stayed with her and she's my mom now kind of a thing. Very specific to say nine months old. Some people might say when I was a baby or when I was a kid or he knew the exact moment that his mom left him. That's hard. And like, that sucks. And how, how does that play into how confident you are about yourself? Your own mother gave you to, and, and I don't know the situation. I'm not saying anything about it, but I'm trying to understand how he might think about himself based on what we know about him. Right. And like, that's a hard thing to come back to get, come back from. And so I think his confidence is shaken now and he's just like, Oh no, now, now she doesn't want me. And mm-hmm. we see the cycle coming up again, which like, no judgment. Like we all have our shit, <laughs> but it's like, that's, that's what's making part of this so hard. So we're, we're just stuck in the mud. We got to go. Yeah. What do you but think it would the, take? Go ahead. Okay. Here's, the, here's the problem though. I think she's a type A personality where if he was to say, um, I think you could do better, or I think we could both do better. She would hear. So you're saying that I'm the one at fault. Like I, I think ironically, even though it's not the right thing to do, and I think he should stick up for himself more, he made a mistake. Yes. He should not be getting punished for the rest of the season because of that mistake. Mm -hmm. But for them to work out, he actually has to do this because if he was to dare say, Hey, no, you know what? You need to do better. Or I don't want to wear a robe. Why do I need to wear a robe? She would make that into a massive argument. I mean, you can see, And I also have another problem with her. Again, I think she's a great person. I'm turning into my (laughs) Southern grandmother where you start off with a compliment and then- Bless her heart. heart. (laughs) Bless her heart. But I do not understand why she feels more comfortable telling everyone else in the group. So the dinner they had where they were asking all the different couples and everyone else was coy they didn't want to, they gave some information, but not too much information. And she was just ripping into him. And at the end, he gave the right answer of saying, we're going to try to work through this. That's the right answer. You don't have to put all your business out. Guess what? These are all strangers. What they think doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. 
what matters is how you two feel about each other. And that frustrated me so much. I think that brings up full circle though, because it's ex- it's exactly yeah. what we're seeing. They're not talking to each other. They yeah. want to yeah. you know, air their business out and not actually you know bring it into home to try to work things out. I wanted to ask you, just a couple yeah. minutes here. I wanted to For ask sure. you, what do you two think these two need to make it work? I think they just need to spend some time to t- together in a way where they can just let go of all of this stuff and literally just go have fun. Find some, I'm, I know y'all were paired because you have some common interests. There's, you are in beautiful Panama. I keep saying that I'm being paid by the Panama, Panamanian uh, travel agency. To say this, but, uh, <laughs> like they just need to chill out. Like they're being so rigid. So in their For head. Sure. So let's sit down and sort of all the serious stuff. It's like, no, you've got to go out and bond. Like they are not bonded at all. And they keep just looking at all these reasons why they're going to have all these issues. Like go out, go to a club, drink a lot of beer, go crazy. Like you'll be fine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I 100% agree. They just need to go out. They need to have the fun, flirty part of being in a relationship. They need to focus mm-hmm. on that. Um, I do think, you know, the the experts are pairing them with a person who could help them grow and could help them go yeah. forward. And I think this is bringing out, honestly, is bringing out the flaws in both of them. Mm-hmm. Like he mm-hmm. needs to be, he needs to do a better job communicating. He needs to do a better job uh, putting his case forward. And I think it seems like from what we've seen so far, she needs to do a better job of allowing the other person to show themselves um, putting these rules from the beginning, putting all these different, she, she's not giving him, she's not giving them the room to grow together. And hopefully this can be something that they can work through. And with the different experts, they can address this, but yeah, like Ashley said, just go and have fun. Like <laughs> yeah. that's it. Go have fun. I think they need a hard reset and then to come back together after that reset. They tried a little bit to have a kind of reset by sleeping in two separate rooms, but they never came together. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going to try to settle your own emotions, try to, you know, be away from the other person. So nothing bad, you know, maybe comes out un- unexpectedly, but when you come together, you have to try. So that's part of the reset. That's how it works. You, that's how it works. You let go of what just happened and you move again forward. You know, this is again, day one, then pretend you just met that person down the aisle. You just saw it. For the first time, pretend none of the first week happened and just give yourselves first the forgiveness to say, look, this was a crappy week. Let's let it go. And then restart together and actually make that start happen. Right. Right. It feels like they're driving in a car and then one of the tires popped and then they're just standing on the side of the road like, oh, my God, the tire popped. What are we (laughs) going to do? And then they're just sitting in the car and like not not replacing the tire, not doing anything, not flagging down help, not doing anything. And they're both yeah. looking at each other like, I can't believe we're in this situation. I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> like, yeah. you got to work on the tire, man. <laughs> Thanks go. the tire. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> awesome. What do you two think is going to happen with this couple? Uh, I could start. And I do not see them staying together. 
Um, I also have a little theory, and I know we don't have time to go into that. I don't think she finds him physically attractive. I think that's part of the problem. I think it's like all these small little things, she views them as a bigger issue because that physical attraction isn't there. So that's my theory. She, from everything we've seen on the show, um, she herself hasn't said that. You know, on wedding day, she said, oh, he's cute. But just going off with their reactions and interactions with each other, I don't see that physical attraction there. Um, so, yeah, I say no. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm worried about them still. I, it's it's so easy to look at them and be like, oh, look, at these are all the problems and this is how you can solve it. I think they're both in their own little worlds. They already have a story in their head about how this is going, how it's going to go what the, you know, and it's just, it's hard to break out of that when you're like so stuck in it. So I'm going to say no. (sighs) We're three for three on no's here. I unfortunately also think they're both maybe just done a little bit with their relationship. I, however, think we're going to be surprised again by them. I think we're going to see maybe like that, that last final umph of these eight weeks that, you know, last lap you're on and you just like see the finish line you know the eight weeks are coming you're gonna try maybe a little bit but it's still not gonna be enough to make up for everything that just happened throughout the entire eight weeks Mm -hmm. and even though you maybe put a little bit effort in now you're both not going to be convinced that this is a marriage that's gonna work out Mm -hmm. i honestly think once they're back in dc it'll actually be a little bit better even though they have a lot of stuff to like work out because they can get more ongoing support from the experts and like they already had, they had a call with Pastor Cal to talk about some of this. And, you know, that clearly helped both of them. I think they just are going to need a lot of guidance in this beginning part to get that like foundation of trust established. Yeah, I definitely think they're going to try. They're not one of those couples where they're like, all right, I don't feel it. So I'm going to quit. Like they're going to try. I just, unfortunately, yeah. it's not going to be enough. That's the feeling I'm getting. Um, all right. So Katie and Derek, oh, they're so cute. I love them. (laughs) I was so pleasantly surprised again by Derek helping with her insulin, you know, making her birthday so romantic with the petals. I was like, oh, wow, Mm -hmm. you really want to be in this. You're, you know, you may have mentioned you've never been in love, but listen, dude, you're going to fall for this girl. You're, you're really trying. That's awesome. I really liked them. And then they had birthday sex. In my head, I was playing that song. Birthday sex. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, go ahead. Get it, you two. Okay, super cute. Um, and I really liked their day at the Panama Canal. I thought it was a nice twist to things. Obviously, it's something he's interested in, being, you know, interested in history and that. But I thought it was a nice little difference that, okay, sure, you're on a beach, you're relaxing, but like, you know, put a little spin on it. Do your own little thing when you're in Panama, which in this case was to go visit the Panama Canal. <laughs> but then, oh my gosh, the end of the honeymoon, you could clearly tell she is feeling suffocated. She is like, get this dude away from me. I mm-hmm. am so annoyed. He wants to jump in the shower with me. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Dude, ask you her. two are the ones with I your hands all over each other. Like, And now you're annoyed that hands are all over each other? <laughs> no. You could clearly tell that she was just like starting to get to the point that she's feeling a little annoyed and I'm worried what that might mean for them. I hope it doesn't mean catastrophic ending, but we'll see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I could totally see. It's like if you've ever 
started dating someone and you're just like so excited and you just want to spend all your time together. And you get to a point where you're like, you know, I think I'm okay with the night off. Like I'm just going to chill by myself. It doesn't mean anything about us, but like everybody needs their alone time. And as as like queen of the introverts, I need my alone time. Like I need it. And that makes me be okay when I, you got to be social. And I like, it seems like they are literally around each other all the time. And if, if her shower was the one time she got to be by herself, like the way she talked about it though, it kind of concerned me. Cause she was like, he like hopped in the shower and it sounded like she didn't tell him to leave or like ask for her time. Like you got to make that clear. Like you're going to be <laughs> living together. You got to start to set up those boundaries of like, Hey, really mm-hmm. like you like what's happening here, but I need some time alone right now. Leave me alone. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, they're new. They've only been around each other for what, less than a week at this point. So he hasn't been able to pick up, oh, she needs some alone time. And the longer they are together, um, I think it's, it's funny. We have couples where one person isn't physically attracted to the other one. We have couples where ironically, this is what happens. Well, not ironically, but I, I feel as if they're both physically attracted to each other. So it is papering over all the cracks like that is everything is smooth everything is easy um and i i really i really like just i like them during these two episodes they were just really cool he yeah him being able to geek out about um the engineering feats uh around the canal is really cool and it's a good thing and um and their conversation about cheese was pretty funny to me uh, <laughs> Just, yeah, like conversation. <laughs> just okay. I mean, all I right. Just started listing yeah. different kinds of cheese. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> problem if we didn't both like cheese. <laughs> it reminds me of that guy from the episode zero where he was like, "Yeah, she's one of those people that like cilantro tastes like soap." <laughs> How could that work? <laughs> oh my gosh, that's an interesting funny. thing though. Very like, true. it's so cool that like some people taste right? soap and yeah, okay. seriously. Yeah. Oh, so I wanted to ask you too. Um, I am worried that we might be starting to see one of those moments where really quick high leads to a really fast and steep drop. Have I not? I've been calling this since episode zero. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. I'm throwing it out because yeah, that's what this is. I'm getting that vibe where um, really hot, really fast. Fire burning, you know, to quote the certain bridesmaids, the fire is there, you know. <laughs> and, um, but I think <laughs> once they hit real life together, I'm a little concerned. Um, also, this is slightly off topic, but I'm just going to go there briefly. Why, when she said she's had a relationships where they were uncomfortable around insulin, what I don't understand what are you uncomfortable around? I'm like, okay, she needs to take insulin. That's not, that's odd. <laughs> Maybe they just don't like needles. Some people yeah. get freaked out by that. Uh, okay. Okay. I could see that. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I take that back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm with you. Uh, welcome. Welcome to my side. Yeah. I think they're burning too hot. Yeah. I think, I think that, she is a little bit more mature than he is. Mm. And 
I, cause we've talked about this man child thing with him and I still get that vibe so hard from him. And I think yeah. it like, it's really great that they're attracted to each other because like you said, that's kind of carrying them right now. Um, I totally see when they're going to be moving in together, when they're going to be making like real, you know, uh, adult decisions together that it's going to be, I think her feeling like she has to take the reins on a lot of stuff and him being kind of like this idealistic little bit naive kind of dude about things. What do you think about normal relationships that start out that hot and heavy? Do you think it's a red flag for most relationships? Do you think it's, I mean, Hey, it can work out just fine. If you saw that just normally with a couple. I haven't been in a relationship where it wasn't hot and heavy in the beginning, honestly. <laughs> so I, yeah. So I'm going to fill our business. Okay. I'm not feeling any business. I'm just, I'm just saying. Well, I, I really getting to know it. I just personally, I, you know, I, I haven't been in a relationship where it wasn't like that. So, um, so I, I definitely don't think that it's not going to last. I, well, just because it's hot and heavy in the beginning that it's not going to last. I think it's the mixture of them being a little bit immature. Mm -hmm. That's the, that's the thing that's going to push it to not lasting. Um, You really, you never had a relationship where it started off like slower or it's just somebody you were friends with for a while or something like that. I want to put you on the spot. I don't care. No, no, no. I mean, it's, I think the, the problem with that is, you know, I, I don't know how to make this. I'm a very social person. So I have a lot of people that are friends. And if we're in that friend space, it's very hard for me to see them as something else. While the people who it's hot and heavy, it's like, Oh, okay, no, we're in relationship mode. Like I, I kind of view them differently than the, uh, than the person who, yeah, just friends with. Um, but yeah, so, and I know everyone is not like that, but <laughs> just personally, it's hard for me to go from the, oh no, we're friends to, oh, you're like, you know, the in movies where they like take off the glasses and they like wave their hair and all of a sudden everyone's like, oh my goodness. Transformation. Gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that speaks a lot to like the context in which two people meet up. Because, I mean, like going back to Mindy and Zach very briefly, like the context of them being married is making it way more intense that he's not attractive. If they had met in a book club, if they had met in, I don't know, like someone invited them to a Thanksgiving dinner at a friend's house and they were both there, like, you know, they're looking at each other over that turkey leg, like, okay. Like it's a different context because there's literally there's no pressure. It's just, we're starting at nothing. Like this is just another human in the room and it could be anything. And so I think there's a big difference in like this situation. That's why everybody's so in their heads. Cause they're just like, this is permanent. This is forever. This is the, you know, tattoo in my arm. That's going to be so hard to remove, you know, like it's, it, it puts you in a different mindset where like either it's there or it's not. And then you're in your head or you're not. I think it can be dangerous to be hot and heavy so quickly if you don't realize that you're being hot and heavy and also take it seriously at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because I, in past relationships, uh, wanted to move things maybe quicker than they needed to. And I took that as a, 
oh, all right, you know, kind of steep incline on the way up into the relationship and lost attraction quicker. And I don't even you know those were even relationships that they were just crushes. It's like, oh, you know, I really, really like this person. And then like almost like a week later, I uh, really, really don't like this person. You know what I mean? Like those mm-hmm. kind of ups and downs when you're getting to know people. And I think it can be dangerous if you just take it and just assume that's the entire relationship, which misses some of the foundational points that relationships need, right? You know, need to be connected on on an emotional level, on an intimate level. There's so much more to relationship than just the hot and heavy parts of it. And if you don't take time to develop those out, you're going to come to a point, and it could be years down the road, you're going to come to a point where you realize there's so much more about this person that maybe doesn't work. um, And you kind of lose it at that point. I don't know. But I mean, I think it could work out also if you're hot and heavy in the beginning too. So let's see what happens with them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think I'm with you where it's like, it's work, right? Regardless relationships are work and it's, you're, you're constantly every single day you're deciding to be in that relationship or in that marriage exactly. or whatnot. Um, I guess in terms of rooting for the people who are all hot and heavy in the beginning, so I, I think it makes it easier. <laughs> it's been hard. I think it makes. <laughs> I think it makes it easier because, like you said, it's work, right? So it's it's a lot easier to do work when you enjoy. You know, I've had jobs where I didn't enjoy what I was doing. It's a lot harder to go and get ready to go into that type of job than when you're going to a job that you enjoy. <laughs> so uh, I think that's it's a weird analogy to use for a relationship, but I think that would be it. Also, like, I think these couples are lucky that they're married, right? Like you're in the committed relationship. I think in everyday life, most people you're talking to, you have friends or you're talking to a few different people before you know, this is my person. The person who's hot and heavy, you're more likely to gravitate towards them anyway, if that makes any, I'm probably sounding super shallow right now, but like, I think like you're more likely to give that person a try or a chance or the benefit of the doubt because things are hot. Well, because you're already getting validation from that person that they want to be around you so much that they want to be hot and heavy. If you're getting the people who are just testing you out, you don't know yet where you stand with them. You don't know if you're going to be progressing the way that you want to with them. So like you're getting feedback. That's what that is. Cause you know, you know that they like you, you know, you just can't take that for granted. If you, you know, Use it more to your advantage that you are hot and heavy for each other. You are enjoying each other's company every time you're together. But you're also building that sustainability out in your own relationship, right? Because you want this hot and heavy to last, which I'm sure we all know those married couples 50 years later that are still hot and heavy. Who doesn't want that? Like, that's the best relationship to have. Best friend and hot and heavy in your, you know, living life together. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Who doesn't want that? I just, honestly, (laughs) though, I... This may be controversial. I don't care. I don't think that everybody was really ready for this commitment going mm. into this. I think everybody, it's it feels so idealistic to say, I'm ready to put in the work. I'm ready to be with my forever person. It's I think some people had the expectation that this is going to be a fairy tale. This is going to be 
easy while saying like they say the words, I know this is going to be hard. or I know this is going to be, you know, like a lot of work and whatever. But then I think in reality, they're thinking, no, I'm special. <laughs> this is experts pick someone the best for me because I'm the best. And that person is going to be perfect for me. They're going to treat me well all the time. And I'm going to win every argument that we may have. And it's going to be great, you know? And like, I don't think people are really thinking about what are the hard days going to look like. And so that's why we see people with one, one foot, one and a half feet out the door, because they're just like, I didn't sign up for this. And it's like, no, you literally did. <laughs> like, look. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I, I think, I think that's partly probably the reason why Zach and Minnie are having such a hard time. He strikes me as every relationship he's had has been hot and heavy. This is the first time he's having a relationship where you got to work mm-hmm. towards it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's a learning mm-hmm. process. So what do you think um, for Katie and Derek? I go. I'm going to continue to say no. I, I know I've been, I'm, I've been on the no side. Um, which sounds weird because they are amazing and adorable in this episode, but I still think it's too hot and it's going to cool down. So um, that and maturity. <laughs> so yeah, no. Uh, yeah. I, I just based off of what we're seeing right now, because they're kind of still riding that wave. I'm going to say yes and hope that they can talk through things as they're transitioning into living together and all this stuff back at home. Um, but it's the, the, the ice is cracking below their feet a little bit. I'm seeing it. <laughs> They're going to have to <laughs> move in. I'm still ruined for them. I think they're super cute. Clearly Derek is at least, you know, with the insulin, super cute. Trying mm-hmm. really wants to see this work, wants to see himself fall in love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm still ruined for them. They're, they still got my yes. Nice. Awesome. All right, back to another uh, tumultuous. Ooh, <laughs> mispronounced the yeah. hell out of that word. Tumultuous. Tumultuous, yeah. Uh, tumultuous relationship. We've got. Did you see? I, I was so confident with it too. Oh, you said was, it like a question. <laughs> tumultuous. Uh, Brandon and Taylor. Uh, so this episode, we we see them. Um, well, first. First thing that comes to mind is Brandon putting together his copycat uh, date of, oh, this worked for the other couple. Let me try it. Uh, flowers. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and uh, it seemed as if it was going well. And then all of a sudden, we've got some issues at the end. So to kind of switch it off, uh, what's... <laughs> your feeling on them, uh, Ashley. First of all, can we talk about how, okay, he, he steals the rose petal game. He has it all set <laughs> up. He's got the tub already. He's got the drinks, whatever. Mm-hmm. Taylor comes in the mm-hmm. room and homeboy is sitting in the tub with his knees all up and awkward. He's like, welcome, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Whatever. Like, don't, why were you in the tub? Like it's his swag <laughs> game. I, it was weird. And like, well, it needs help. It needs uh, help. That's why game. Look, I think he can get away with a lot because he's got a very deep and like kind of like low rumbly voice, and so he can say just like normal things, and you're like, oh yeah, okay, I could see that. But just his like actions in that moment, I was just like, this feels super weird to me. <laughs> it just seems so awkward. I couldn't. 
but oh, I mean, he was wearing the trunks that she got him that, you know, and that she had a little swimsuit that had the, it's a, like wifey or Mrs. Something. Um, Mrs. Yeah. Whatever it was, but it was, it was cute. Like he put in the effort and you could tell she really cared about that. And like, she's, you know, she seemed into it. So like, that's all that matters. But my biggest issue with them is like, I, I mean, he's talked openly about like having, uh, being really anxious and having panic attacks sometimes. And the issue that they had was that she like kind of was recording him snoring or something. It will come up. He saw she was recording. It freaked him out. He had a panic attack and like went out on the patio for a minute, but then he gave her the cold shoulder, like all day. It seemed like so childish. And like, if you, if you're dealing with that, you're, you're feeling overwhelmed, like by all means do whatever you have to do to like get yourself to calm down. And usually that's being alone. Totally get that. I've done that, but you have to at least say what's going on. Like, Hey, I'm just overwhelmed right now. I need a minute. Like, can we talk about this later, please? And hopefully your partner respects that. But, and I think she would, but it doesn't seem like he did that at all. So she was literally like, I don't know why he's not talking to me. And like, that that's not a good place to be in for a day or however long it was. He is literally Katy Perry's song. You're hot and you're cold. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Like, First, I literally was hot and cold with my yes and no's when I was watching right. these two episodes. Uh, I literally yeah. like documented my changes. And first, after that, I apologized. Damn, get over it. Like, whoa, dude, reel it in. Awful. <laughs> Awful. You can't say that. Right. No. Like, wh- who are you? Like, shut up, first of all. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, these two are not going to wake a word. And then I had to admit, I was a little... I liked it, even though it was stolen. I liked the rose petal game because it was just super cute. He was like, oh, I see you're trying, even though you have apparently no originality bone in your body. But (laughs) (laughs) he tried. He tried. Okay, I I can see you two trying. And then I also the one to say no about his little hissy fit blow up at the end of the honeymoon and putting his camera, his phone. Wow, can't talk. His hand in the cameraman's. Mm-hmm. face mm-hmm. holding the camera back like wow mm-hmm. talk about That's like, a bad lack of respect for people yeah. yeah oh my gosh but she was super supportive she did try to be like you know what like this is my husband i want to help him out first of all packing his stuff right but also right. being like hey can we just you know have a minute like i'm realizing he's just going through something i want to be there for him so she tried but i was like dude can you maybe like join the age generation you're with please <laughs> He's just yeah. He's lucky. He is so lucky. I she is a far better person than he is at this point. And I I maybe we haven't seen his other qualities, but like you said, he was being childish. I get it. I I understand why he he didn't like being recorded first thing in the morning. And um in their conversation where she's you know, if he had an anxiety, if he had a panic attack, like believe him, you know, yeah. like, okay. Yeah. That. I didn't like how she pushed back. I'm like, I don't, I don't believe that. Like, no, that was bullshit. That was very poorly done. People aren't going to lie about that. Like, if they have an exa- if they had that, listen. But he to play that out the entire day, and it'd be so petty. I think when she mentioned, I got his favorite beer, and then he grabbed, he dropped that one and grabbed the same one, or to get his own beer, and like all these little petty little games like just you're you're in your 30s man why are you acting like you're a teenager like okay oh i'm not gonna text you back i'm mad like just 
be an adult. Mm-hmm. And I think she has, she is constantly trying. She's so optimistic. And even their conversation about the followers. I, so initially when, because they show her taking pictures mm-hmm. and, and I was thinking, oh, okay, maybe he has a point. And then she says, oh, I have 13,000 followers. That's not that much. So, and like she said, that's not her main job. She's not putting everything into it. Like that's, there are people who have that many followers just from friends in high school and elementary school. And like, I think that was a bit unfair for him to question her. Like, yes, she's an attractive person. She's going to get some people mm-hmm. commenting, throwing some eye emojis and trying to slide into those DMs. Yes. But she's giving you also believe her. She said that this is not uh, that she's in this relationship and she cares about you. That's all you need to hear. So stop trying to attack her because she's on Instagram. That's and if ridiculous. you notice, though, he grouped her with all the women that he ever knew. He was like, I don't date women who have a large social media following. And I was like, you're painting a broad brush mm-hmm. on someone that you're supposed to be married to because you were selected based by experts on, you know, compatibility, etc. And you are just assuming something about her because you have this hard and fast rule about social media. I mean, to be fair, he did walk it back and he was like, and I, I don't, he was saying something like, I, I know a lot of people who have like a large following online and they just don't seem like they're living in the real world. But I don't see that with you. Like you're able to put your phone down and you're right here with me and we're getting like quality time. So like, it seemed like, like it's a little problematic. I agree that he was like, all people with big social media followings are fake people basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but you're not one of them. You're one of the good ones, you know, like that's a, pretty problematic line of reasoning for anybody you could talk about. Um, but yeah, he, he walked it back a little bit. I just, I just feel like he, his immaturity is coming out a little bit. Like emotional regulation is just a part of being an adult and being mature. And if that's not yeah. something that you learned when you're growing up, that's cool. You can learn it later. Like there's professionals that can help you with that. I'm one of those people who's learning some of those things. And like, it's, it sucks, but you have to do the work because he's lashing out at people. He's being disrespectful. He's like literally throwing temper tantrums and she's yeah, only going to patient for so long. Yeah. Seriously. That hurts so much right. because these guys who are there to film you, that's their job, right. you know, and they're not this, you know, the person that you're lashing out to, he had to fly all the way out to Panama to follow you around yeah. Like he doesn't want to. They're do not that. right. Right. <laughs> they're not on vacation. Right. You get to enjoy other stuff. They don't. They're just here to follow you. Mm-hmm. Like, and not being able to because okay, I get it. You need ten minutes. I understand that. Go to the bathroom. They're not going to follow you there. Like you can be smart about it. You don't have to act out like a child. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, you know what? Oh, I'm going to run to the bathroom really quickly. If you want to go there, then gather yourself. Like I get it. This is a weird and awkward and slightly frustrating situation to be in. But that's the whole point of being an adult is you have to tailor what you're saying Mm -hmm. and you have to be mindful. And it's just, it's so frustrating to see someone. It's almost as if, you know, if you're on a date with someone and they're rude to the server or they're rude to the bartender, that's, 
that's not attractive. Exactly. He was rude to that camera crew. <laughs> and yeah. I will vouch too. Therapy is a good thing. I recommend it to everyone. Please realize, speaking to Brandon now, please realize <laughs> the difficulty you're going through in handling your own situation sometimes that maybe you need help handling things that you maybe think should be handled by yourself. But clearly it's not working. And unfortunately, you're impacting those around you. Mm-hmm. I don't you know, like seeing him in this situation where he is having to come across so negatively on, on reality TV because he had a panic attack or he realizes yeah. he needs some alone time and he's lashing out at the camera crew. Oh my gosh, like, please handle this a little better for your own sake, for everyone's sake. Mm-hmm. We want you to be able to handle this while we... At the end of the day, cu- the couples are matched by the experts. We are all ruining for everyone. We do not want to see you embarrass yourself on national television. Right. And also, like, they did a quick clip of Pastor Cal being like, look, being recorded and being documented during this time is not a surprise. Like, <laughs> if this is going to be, if you're someone who does, if you're really that private, if you really do need that much alone time, like, don't go on a reality be, re, reality TV show. Like maybe that's just not the place for you. Maybe that's not the setting that you'll be able to build a marriage in without some like real rocky times. You know, it's just like, dude, come on. Yeah. And I guess to be fair to him, not on this show, I think they, they try to be very sympathetic and, you know, there are times that they can paint people with a negative light, but on some reality shows, they will do things to make you give them a reaction, and they'll, yeah, you know, they'll sure. they'll give you a lot of alcohol and not give you food when you should. So you're going to be tipsy, or or they will purposely one PA will say, "Oh, I heard so and so was talking about you." Like they will. Reality shows are not above starting some drama for some TV. So I get that, and I think that's what his. Because he mentions in one of the scenes, oh, you you guys are trying to play me. Like, I think in his mm-hmm. head, he thinks they're the mm-hmm. enemy. Mm-hmm. And, and okay, if you think that, guess what? You telling them that is not going to help you. <laughs> like, you got to be smarter about it. You know? Like, if you think they're out here trying to play you, don't give them stuff to play you. You uh-huh. know? I felt like this was an AJ and Stephanie situation from season Uh, eight, where he was just so poorly handling the crew. He was just rude. However, I think he took, it needed him, you know, he needed to take someone like Stephanie with him because clearly not everybody can handle an AJ. Mm -hmm. And this may be a similar situation. Does, you know, Brandon have his Stephanie in this situation that can handle this kind of, I'd call ridiculousness. And, you know, stick with him throughout. Mm-hmm. So I what wanted you, to ask you. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to ask what you think, but go ahead. What's no, go ahead. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think we all, you know. No, no, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. Have fun listening to this later ago. <laughs> I'm not cutting that part out either. All right. Um, I think to hop in, um, he is so lucky (laughs) he is he's lucky like she is optimistic she is attractive she's smart she he is very lucky um and she's patient with him and that's that's the important thing uh i think all that being said i don't see them staying together um not because of her uh, mostly because of him i think he is he's a little self-conscious and being in this situation is not helping 
that at all. You know, just the reality TV world is not helping. Um, but I just, I just don't see them staying together. Unfortunately, what do you think? I, after my back and forth, my own hot and cold through these two episodes, <laughs> I settled on no for for them, just because okay. I am seeing, especially at the end, Taylor's commentary about this is not someone who she wants to be married to. And clearly this is not a one-off situation for Brandon. She is going to have had it by the end of this, his little tantrums and hissy fits and, you know, whatever they are, she's going to have her patience out. I I totally agree. I think for this to work, he needs to gain some sort of self-awareness about how he's affecting other people it's it's right. totally okay to have big emotions, totally okay to have anxiety. It's manageable. But when you let the output of that negatively affect those around you, then you're not being responsible with yourself. You gotta you gotta keep yourself in check. You gotta communicate. And he is just not doing that. And it seems like this is a very deeply ingrained pattern and that just takes a long time to start to shift. And I think he's his ego is just gonna get in the way and that's gonna be like a me versus you kind of thing. So I was I was really rooting for them for a while. I was saying yes all the way, but now I'm going to switch to no. I'm so sorry to say it. As a final also, question. His family. Oh, sorry. Just a, real quick. Real quick. His family kept on talking. Like they kept on mentioning. They mentioned how he speaks his mind. And, and I thought they were being mean. I kind of get what they were saying though. Like this is, they were trying to politely say, hey, he can be a bit passive not not even passive aggressive just he just says whatever (laughs) yeah rude yeah i called him right rude exactly yeah and um it's funny that they just kept on saying it they mentioned it before the wedding they mentioned it in their one-on-ones and now we're starting to see Mm -hmm. it and um i i I hope he does better like he seems like a good guy sure. there's a potential for sure now this has come up with two people zach has his online presence, and now we see Taylor having her online presence. What do you think it says or implies or you know, has an impact on the show when people who already have some sort of social media presence come on a reality show like this? Mm-hmm. It does raise some questions about like if folks are there for genuine reasons. But yeah. at the same time, like I'm... I personally, I don't really know anyone who has that large of a social media following. All I can say is like, I follow people on social media who have a big social media following. And it feels, I think there's a little bit of a dual life that you live where it's like, what am I comfortable with posting? What's just for me? And like that line can be really, really blurry if you're not mindful. Um, so it does raise some questions. I'm, I'm trying so hard to like suspend that judgment for any of these folks. Cause if you were like, Hey, one of the people on this show has a million followers on Instagram. And then also you're like, who is it? And like, how, why would they be on here? And like, what, what are they posting about? And that kind of thing. Um, it, yeah. it kind of warps your perception of them a little bit. So you want to think they're genuine. Yeah, you really do. Cause it could, it could be coming from a good place, but it, it's a little bit problematic for me. Um, yeah, I think the one thing that I really like about Married at First Sight is it feels as if the couples are there for the right reason. They say this in Bachelor all the time, but um, 
And in other reality TV shows, you can tell it just, it seems as if, okay, this is what I need to do for my career. And it's like, I'm an actor or I'm a, an entertainer of some kind. And this would be great exposure to be on this show. It just, it makes it feel grubby mm-hmm. a little, just it, it feels a bit dirty. And I don't think that, I don't even know if that's fair. Like, sure, maybe you want to build your career and find your person. Like there's nothing wrong in that. Um, so that's, it's funny. That's one of the reasons why I like this show is the people tend to be more, they're not Hollywood model, drop dead gorgeous. Typically they're just more normal everyday type of person <laughs> attractive, if that makes any sense. Um, and I think naturally they don't have the following as well, but if I was on the show and I was in his situation where you have a person who has, I still don't think 13,000 is a large, crazy, large we also following. Don't know if that's the right number. She did just say, you know, mm-hmm. it sounds like a generic number. Almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that feels small enough that she's just posting daily stuff and is getting to that number because she's an attractive person. Well, if she had half a million or, you know, if she had 2 million, yeah, you have to work to get that high. Like you're, you're putting in the effort, you're networking, you're doing collabs with other people. Like, I think that's a little different. So um, yeah, I, I don't think he should feel that way with her. I think it does raise a red flag only because we're not inside her head knowing in his head too with Zach, knowing why they came on the show. I think you have a good point though. This is not the reality TV show to come on if that's why you want exactly. to be on TV. Exactly. So it steers you away from that one. But you're probably going to inevitably have some people who apply for the show just for the sake of being exposed. Mm-hmm. Hope that the experts are as good as Dr. Wong from Law and Order SVU. <laughs> Psychologist and can you know tell you who you are. Like you hope everybody's that good and you know catching the phonies. You don't know if that's true, and we just hope that it's not. <laughs> that well, these people are not coming in for. I think we just learned him about celebrity crushes. <laughs> I just that's my favorite show. Oh my gosh, I I am one and a half seasons away from watching all twenty one seasons right now. <laughs> we got diehard fan over so. here. Next episode, we're talking about, <laughs> we know what show. We're taking a turn here. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Pivot, pivot. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, this is just an interesting point. Okay. So I want to know who your favorite couples are. Because last week, Agu for you, that was Mindy and Zach. Mabel for you, that was Jessica and Austin. And you joined me with them. Uh, so Agu, are you staying with Mindy and Zach? Or do you have a new favorite? I staying with Mindy and Zach, just the content is on point. So many, they're so interesting. They're, there's just, yeah, it's frustrating at times, but I definitely my favorite couple so far. And Mabel, are you still staying in camp? Jessica and Austin? I really like them. However, I got to say my favorite right now for the sake of television. They just, Katie and Derek have so many good things of these episodes I've been seeing. They're trying. They're, you know, obviously not for the good reasons. They're trying to switch up their honeymoon to the Panama Canal. So many good things about that couple. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're my favorite. Was it the cheese conversation? That was the thing <laughs> that brought it over for you? 100%. They just didn't say Havarti, yeah. which is my okay. favorite cheese. <laughs> so 
Wait, what, what type Cavardi of cheese did you cheese? say? Cavardi is very good. I don't know what that. I don't know. <laughs> I recommend okay. you try it. <laughs> as long as you didn't say Velveeta or something like that. Like that's not cheese. <laughs> that's cheese product. Not if you want to sponsor us, Velveeta. I'm sorry. Uh, your delicious product. Wonderful. Wonderful. Definitely real cheese. <laughs> I'm gonna stay true with uh, Team Justin. <laughs> Jessica and I. <laughs> I think Team Justin. Ironically, I think I talked about them the very least. I'm like they're good. Um, I just they just seem really solid. So 